0: You want some more of this, bitch? Welcome to the Three Kings Podcast, where everyday blokes act like kings.
1: I'm just a regular, everyday, normal
2: motherfucker. I told you in the first song, I'll tell you in another. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I don't have a girlfriend, my hands, my only love...
1: How are you? Today we've got um, a special guest, Jake London, to... Um, talk about his upcoming WBC uh, diamond belt that's going to get fought for in Australia for the first time ever so um, yeah we've got him in here to talk about that so how are you mate
2: yeah good thanks guys yourselves
1: yeah good nice to have you in here um, we so also, uh,
2: before we get into it we also got um, Andrew from rise promotions coming in to talk about the actual fight after the London fight um, after the London interview yeah so um, just keep a listening out for that
1: sweet. So obviously, yeah, we, we just mentioned it. You got a big fight coming up on December tenth. Um, we seen you were training in Thailand. How was that?
3: Yeah, it was good. Um, I planned on going for four weeks, but on the last day when I was coming home, I extended it an extra two weeks. I liked it so much over there. Yeah. So yeah, I just didn't want to go home or um, come home, but yeah, um, I haven't had time to miss it or anything because I got straight into camp when I got back. So
1: yeah, so you're s- still in the training now. Yeah. So yeah. what what are we now? Four weeks out. About, are we? Three. Three weeks out, yeah.
2: today. Were you going to Thailand previously or did you go over to Thailand to prepare for this fight? Um, No, I went for this fight.
3: Yep. Um, Yeah, so I wasn't actually going to go and, um, yeah, a couple of my friends recommended I should to work on some things and, yeah, just get back in the rhythm and stuff like that. Yeah. And, yeah, I just ended up, yeah, listening and going over and, um, yeah, I learnt... Heaps of things over there as well that um, I'm so grateful that I went there.
1: Yeah, that's what yeah. We we're going to say. Did it benefit benefit you yeah, going over yeah. there? And obviously with your weight cut and stuff being yeah. entirely and you obviously lose weight a lot easier over there.
3: Yeah, well, um, this fight, I can actually make like 76 kilos still. Yeah. Super middleweight. Yep. So like this is three and a half above that. Yeah, what's so his 79 or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 0.38 or something. Yeah. And um yeah, so this is comfortable for me to get to. No matter where I am, yes, yeah, easily. Sweet. But um, yeah, I definitely lost a little bit over there, got conditioned. But yeah, there is. There's a lot of benefits over there that I didn't realize I was gonna get.
1: Where'd you go, Tiger Muay Thai? get uh, Fight
3: Club. I got oh the yeah. singlet on right now. Yeah, sweet. Was that the first time you've been over the side? No, I've been there heaps. Yeah, um, I've been there twelve months altogether. Yep. Um, this actually tipped it over the scale to twelve months. It's kind of another reason why I wanted to go. Just yeah, to say I've been there for twelve months before I go for the Diamond Belt kind of thing. And um, yeah. So it was probably like seven times I've been over there. Yeah, fought over there like eight times. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I won eight times in a row over there, but I've fought over there like fifteen times. Yep. And yeah, I ended up fighting over there this time as well. Um, I went for a run one day, and then I got back, and the trainers like, "Do you want to fight tomorrow?"
4: And I ended up <laughs> taking it. All <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah.
1: since getting back from Thailand, did you have you changed anything from your normal routine when you? Um, In fight camp?
3: Um, Yeah, just more of like mentally, like I've kind of adapted a few different things. Um, I've realised a few things over there and um, just implemented them on on the schedule that I'd usually do. I haven't changed my schedule. Um, But yeah, no, I just went over there for certain skills and and the mindset, I guess. Yeah, right. And it was was a bit of a training holiday as well. So like I I recuperated a lot of energy over there. That's what I was going to say
1: because... You went out, we seen you went over a while ago, so yeah. staying in kind of fight, mm. you know, camp that whole time, getting ready yeah. for a fight that's a long time yeah. to stay so in. So, I had
3: to make sure that I wasn't overdoing it, yeah. And um, the last week I just had completely off, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I don't even think I trained once the last week, yeah, yeah. Well, that's I was what just you don't want to. Know. Every day I was just going to, like, the street where everyone was and just going from restaurant to <laughs> restaurant. I was so bored. <laughs> trying to like, that way Yeah, pretty much. And I was just, like, hanging out with people. Just, like, the stuff that you don't do when you're training for
2: a fight. Like, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be doing that at all. Yeah, right. But it's so, probably yeah. good that you did do that because coming back to it, exactly. you could easily burn out if you, if you did the whole thing um time you're over there training and then come over here and still train so it's probably Mm. good that you did have that week off to kind of get back into it and keep you motivated in the training camp when you got got back here yeah well i feel good
3: still so like and i'm three weeks out so like i'm keen to put in some more work even so yeah
1: well that's what we wanted to ask you like obviously as i'd know would you say this is the biggest fight of your career
3: um definitely
1: yeah so have you changed anything different like um obviously you went to thailand and that but
3: honestly i'm probably just just my intensity is up yeah yeah like i haven't really changed too much the thailand trip obviously yeah it was a bit of icing on the cake yeah but, um i haven't really changed too much because what i've been doing recently has worked so yeah yeah I, i'm sticking to what works yeah. for me yeah that's and learning. just putting up putting in a lot more intensity um because yeah this this fight's huge and and if the fight's the biggest fight you've ever had, it's potentially the hardest you've ever had. Yeah. So you've got to train the hardest you've ever trained. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. We we had the opportunity of, to actually come and watch um, Rise do like the promotional filming on you, and you mm. look so much more like devoted to what you're doing. Like, even though I understand it's training, but it looks like you, you wanted to kill yeah. that punching bag. It looks yeah. like you're definitely more concentrated, and like you can see that this is means a lot to you to going yeah. into this fight. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad
3: you've noticed um i'm sure like some people do come and watch training and i like having people there watching just because those vibes they like it makes me train harder yep. having people there watching but i also enjoy i like hearing that people enjoy watching so like no yeah i'm not surprised <laughs> yeah i um i've that intensity's up and yeah i love it i've been waiting for for fights like this, for ages, and
1: yeah, well, the last fight you had on Rise, you were coming off a pretty big layoff.
3: Yeah, I had. Uh, I think I worked out. It was only really a year and a half completely off. Yeah, I studied a diploma in business yep. over that period, and um, I re- rested a lot as well. But I ended up getting back in and getting itchy knuckles straight after that. Yeah, and so like I look back and see my opponent's being really active, and you know that that might make him more of the favourite, and yeah. it does make me want to train harder yeah. and, and more nervous. But, like, at the end of the day, I was keeping ready as soon as I got back after a break that was probably well-deserved. Yeah. And I made use of that break. And, yeah, no, I've um, I've slowly built up the, the strong and good way and the smart way, I believe, because a lot of people probably have a break and go straight back in and fight someone like this straight away. Yeah. Whereas i didn't want to do that no, yeah, i would have, have it if it was there way, yeah. but it wasn't so i just did it my way and now we're here and, and yeah so I what was back.
1: what was the reason for the laugh was it because you wanted to get your business um, diploma and stuff like that
3: not really eh? i just honestly kind of just felt like i needed a break from the whole industry
1: yeah because be i heard rumors there was rumors a while ago that you might even have been retired
3: um i think i was kind of gonna retire like I, I announced it as a retirement but it was more just the game didn't have much to provide me at the time yeah i knew i had more to give but it didn't really have much to give me because i was a world t- champion yeah and i was you know getting i only got offered one fight yeah as the world champion but like no one they didn't actually want to make it happen yeah like i told them i'll do it for a certain and then nothing happened and then they didn't even tell me it wasn't on yeah and then all of a sudden I had to find out through the the public that this fight wasn't on anymore. Yeah. Um, whereas I was waiting for it to be locked in. Yeah, so what, so you kind of just happen. got
1: the shits with the sport?
3: Yeah, I was like, well, if this is all happening behind the scenes when I'm trying to
2: lock things in,
3: then yeah. I'll just have a break then. Yeah. Like, I've got the world title. I've yeah, especially being goals. world champion, eh? Hey, you yeah. think
2: you'd be having all these fights come in and go, yeah, yeah we want you to fight this, fight that, but getting only exactly. one fight. and then yeah, yeah. yeah, that's another thing, like, you, you, yeah.
3: You got to make these things happen yourself, like not just get these empty promises that you get this, you're gonna get that. Like, yeah, I didn't. I had one thing offered to me. Yeah, I was gonna do it. Didn't happen. And I, yeah, I just decided. Look, um, I've put a lot into this, like, and and I always want to exceed for like a higher level. And if it's not there, then I, I'm not doing this just for the sake of it. Yeah, like I actually want to achieve things and push myself and and you know get fights like like I have coming up now. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I love to try and make them happen, and, and I will. I'll, I'll keep trying like I did, but if they're not happening, yeah, it just seemed like a perfect excuse to have a break.
1: Yeah, well, it's obviously done you good because you haven't really skipped a beat since you come back, and then, yeah, one of the – what's this? Is this your second or third fight back?
3: Ah, uh, I don't even remember. i had a few this year just, yeah. like, well, I seen think you it's my a, fifth back.
1: we seen you had a boxing fight yeah. too as well, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, so I had a – fight and rise then destiny I fought a guy that we had unfinished business yep. when I was meant to come back earlier so I just finished that business yeah and then boxing fight which is pretty cool yeah um I'd wanted a box I've wanted to box for a while and I got offered this fight and we weren't going to take it cuz we wanted to focus on this fight a bit more but I just wanted to do it yeah and is that your first boxing it? fight second second yep. yeah yeah I'm 2 and 0 in yep. boxing as well um but yeah so I ended up just yeah, I wanted to, I like boxing. It's fun. Yeah. It keeps... It's a bit of cross-training for me, really.
1: Yeah, well, there's less chances, like, obviously, because you're getting ready for this big fight, there's yeah. less risk in boxing than there is in, mm. you know, Muay Thai getting cut or hurt.
3: Yeah. Yeah, everyone says that, eh? Hey? But as, like, a fighter mentality, you, uh, as being a fighter and having that mentality, I'm just, like, always thinking, nah, it's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, you're right. Yeah. Like, you get out of a boxing fight pretty yeah, clean. A
2: lot better than... There's no elbows. Yeah. Yeah. And legs
1: yeah your like, legs yeah well you like, know when you get kicked real hard you yeah, fucking can't yeah. walk for a few days
2: yeah, yeah. is that exactly something you so. want to pursue a little bit later doing more boxing or you stop, yeah i wouldn't focus. mind it um
3: depends on the opportunities like i said before i want to move forward get bigger achievements and stuff like that and and just bring in better opportunities for myself so like if it makes sense yeah i'll definitely climb the ladder yeah, in, in either boxing or Muay Thai.
1: Yeah, because yeah, boxing has always kind of been a bit more financially viable for fighters. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um,
3: it's you don't want to say no. like yeah. if it's if it's there, because yeah, the end got the end. The, what do they call it? Someone literally called it a, as a pocket of as a pot of gold at the end. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. you wish there was in Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you, can, you can try, but. Yeah. But
2: you were talking about um, when you were world champion and you weren't getting any fights, is there something that you would change in Muay Thai that would promote that more, give, give people better fights or bring more money into the sport? Is there something that you could um, see as world champion that would actually – To make the sport better? better, yeah. Like boxing almost really. Yeah, like
3: kind of, like, yeah. In the way of money, yeah. Um, yeah, good question.
1: Because like we've always said, we don't know why it's not bigger because yeah. – it's fucking heaps better to watch and yeah. heaps harder to train for.
3: I think maybe boxing's been around so
2: much longer. Yeah. So they've yeah, just that's established yeah, brick. Yeah, that's, that's what John like Wayne Parr said. But I don't understand. Yeah. Like, we were talking about this the other day. Like, no disrespect, but you've got idiots like Paul Gellin and Justin Hodges fighting, yeah. right? And they're just washed washed up rugby league players. Yeah. And they would be on heaps of money. And then you've got mm. people like you and George Mann that wouldn't, as on as much money But yet You guys yeah. are world champions And like it's yeah, just I agree Frustrating yeah. seeing that Professional athletes In yeah. a different Genre or sport Are getting paid less Than these yeah. idiots I guess yeah, You don't know Hey like Do we need someone
3: Like that To just jump in The Thai ring And yeah. get heaps of eyes on it Or Do we need to just Brick by brick Do it like they did With boxing To get to that point Yeah But Yeah I really don't Have the answer Like I feel like It's crucial time For it at the moment so like little things like this fight happening, and yeah, you know other fights like this just actually being made because we've got the fighters here to do it, but they just don't get done. Yeah, fights don't get made. Yeah,
1: well it's that's the thing in whether it's boxing or Muay Thai or anything, it's yeah. always hard to get the best of the best fight each other because yeah. you know one lad wants something else or it doesn't want to fight him when the date's set for the fight. So it's always hard getting people matched up, and that's what holds sport back a lot. Yeah, if the best of the best just always fought each other, mm-hmm. be perfect. Know, yeah, it'd be it'd be good. Yeah.
3: yeah, so maybe it's just yeah, we need more eyes, we need more pushing, more sponsors, more f- fights being made. Like maybe there's just not the the backing as well. Because no one maybe believes in the sport of Muay Thai as yeah. much as they believe in boxing. They believe, yeah. In but you, st- you
2: you still got like big big promotions like ONE Championship and everything. It's not like Muay Thai mm. is small, but yeah. like you, mm. you still got big promotion. Uh, I feel like obviously in Australia there's a certain sports that get the limelight of mm. all the media attention, whether it be boxing or NRL. Like there's certain sports that get get the limelight, and yeah. anyone that falls under that yeah. they don't yeah. want to yeah. know about it. So I feel yeah. like unfortunately. Muay Thai is in that mm. light that no one really cares about yeah. and we have to try and obviously get it out of that where people can yeah. get it televised and everything like that. Yeah, and you look at UFC,
3: like, the most exciting fights are stand-up anyway, yeah. which is Muay yeah. Thai. Yeah. Elbows, kickboxing, yeah. benching. Like, Israel and Pereira, they didn't even... Just two kickboxing. Yeah, did grapple. Yeah. yeah, nothing, yeah. Like maybe a little bit they wrestled, but, yeah. like, <laughs> they didn't really need to nah. or slash want to. Yeah. 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 So, like... It's there's no real excuse for it. It's just obviously something needs to, to give.
1: So yeah, yeah, like a big corporation or something's just gotta jump on the back of it and pump it like yeah. they do everything. Yeah, well, else.
3: Oh, like the fights like are gonna happen with me and George and like whoever else at that level. Yeah. And that weight division, like you can't tell me that's not yeah. an exciting clash of athletes. Oh hundred no, percent. Like <laughs> Yeah. Maybe the MMA they've got the little gloves on and yeah, but I think brutal, it also
2: comes down to, like, the little things where, like, people that... Uh, we don't have to have a big um, corporation or anything jump aboard. It's just the little things. Like, if you you see any type of promotion promoting a fight, like, how hard is it to like and share on social media and grow it as yeah. like an individual? Like, it's not hard to go, all right, well, this fight promotion is holding a pretty good fight. I'm just going to like and share it. And then those people will see. It's trying to get the, the name out there into yeah. the sport. So. For anyone that's listening, just honestly, just like and share like promotion yeah. to get the name out there, can especially it's to it's grow it bigger and better. Yeah, especially people in Australia as well. They eh? yeah. Yeah. yeah find each other,
3: push, push, push because like we've already we're already up against it a little bit. I think yeah Compared we are to a lot yeah of other countries yeah you know, things like this.
1: And there's all there's always been a heap of good fighters in Australia, but you know, no, unless you're kind of in the scene or in the fight game, you don't really know about it. Like mm. we were talking to John Wayne about it, like he was winning all these world titles and winning Ma- in massive stadiums in thailand and comes home and no one even knows yeah. who he is but over there he's yeah. like one of the biggest they get behind you over yeah, there. yeah biggest stars in the yeah. country
2: yeah i think the yeah, funny so thing was he said that um he, he when he won it he talked about it in the newspaper and the person told him that was lying and to so stop lying and just hung <laughs> up on him yeah, <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> i heard about that yeah <laughs> oh it's like come on just push it yeah. like
3: even me i won a world title in hong kong and I come back off the plane and my grandma's like, yeah. Like when I walked in the airport, yeah. she's like expecting everyone to be like, yeah. yeah. I was like 21. And yeah. Late notice, went and fought some of the best Europeans in tyres and I won it.
4: Yeah.
3: Next minute, no. Nah. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> yeah.
2: everyone in the po-
4: airport, looking like, who's this crazy lady? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh,
2: and then she's just like, oh. <laughs> so you, you were saying that you you felt like you are a little bit of the underdog coming to the spot you wouldn't say yeah i reckon
3: well depends i think overall worldwide yeah yeah i'm probably the underdog um i don't really mind to be honest like i've been the underdog a lot in my life in and of other ring and um yeah particularly in the ring in my back end of the, my career i've had guys like obviously voting that this guy's going to beat me in polls and stuff like that and i think that's what's happening now but um yeah, I don't really look at that stuff. Sometimes I have a look after, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't really look at it and don't let it affect me. But, yeah, it hasn't affected me at all. Like, I won a big fight when they were all saying I was going to get smashed by KO in round two. Yeah. So, like, and then the one before that, like, I won easily. And they were saying also that I wasn't going to win. So, like, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I think I think I am. and And almost rightfully so. But yeah, we'll just see. That's that's the that's the
2: dream to change that to, yeah, exactly. to prove it wrong and yeah, prove yourself right. Yeah, I think that gives you a bit more motivation if you go. Oh, well, people think I'm the underdog; yeah. they don't believe in me. I'm gonna go. 100%. I'm gonna go out and show you, and like it gives you that yeah. bit of the chip on the shoulder and yep. go. Oh, I'm gonna pre- prove you guys wrong. Exactly. So I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing these this day no. and age to be the underdog coming into no. a fight. No, it's, there's something good about it. That's for sure your
3: day-to-day fucking proceeds
1: yeah and you know it'd be a big opportunity if you you know do get your hands on this diamond belt Mm. you know this could take you all over the world this diamond belt you know what i mean because they never come up
3: yeah yeah i'm looking forward to the opportunities that come after it yeah yeah like the guy that i'm fighting's i think he's contracted to one championship or something like that yeah maybe still but like yeah, people worldwide know him. Even when I went to Thailand to this gym, people yep. were like, "Oh, you're the guy fighting George." Yeah, right. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> 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 I'm known now." <laughs> but it's like it's still another opponent
1: in yeah. My eyes. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. obviously you don't in can't look past George, but if you do get past him, who mm. would you like to fight next?
3: Uh, I reckon I want to fight Toby Smith. Eh? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what, would you go down to super middleweight for that? Um, well, yeah, it depends he on, he like,
3: what, you know, I guess uh, my team would have to decide exactly. Because
1: he fights at super middleweight most of the time, doesn't he? I think
3: he does, yeah. yeah. I would fight him there if if we had to, yeah. you know what I mean? But you get the
1: belt at yeah, like exactly. heavyweight. I don't so. think he'll come to
3: my weight, Yeah, but um, we'll see. Like, let's just make that fight happen regardless. Yeah, two Aussies against yeah. each other, yeah. But um, there's other guys too, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to name drop them because Toby's the one that I'd preferably want next. But, like, uh, internationally, I'd like to fire any of the guys that are winning those one championship belts at my weight. Yeah. <laughs> like 77.5 or something it is on one championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's Regan Ursel and, like, some guy from Saw me or something, some Thai yeah. guy. He's pretty good. Like. I'd love to challenge myself against guys like that. Have you had
1: any offers off anything over there? No.
3: No. I haven't. Not a peep, but like.
1: This might help the cause.
3: Yeah, exactly. I don't think I've earned it 100% yet. Yeah. It'd be nice to get that phone call, but I think enough people get that phone call without earning it.
1: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
3: You know what I mean? So I'll just um, keep doing what I'm doing, and it seemed to have worked
2: so far. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, 100%. Ready to go into one championship instead of being underprepared, yeah, kind of thing. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Take on them because I think they offer a lot of people the belt straight away. Yeah. yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. If you
1: get through all the people that you kind of got on your list, yeah, like, yeah, you know, exactly. you George Mann and you Toby Smith, like, yeah, yeah. you'd be undeniable. They'd have to take 100%. it 100%.
3: Yeah. Yeah. With guys like that already being on there. Yeah. You know, if and you're better than them and they're already on there, Yeah makes complete sense. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, just got to prove it first, hey. Just got to get in there and and fight him
1: Yeah. So, do you think George is overlooking you at the moment, or what? Have you been uh, paying attention to what he's been? doing? I reckon doing or? he
3: probably is a little bit. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly why, but um, I just think like maybe who knows what it is. Maybe there's people in people in his ears.
1: Yeah. Or like, well, you got to be confident, no matter. Maybe what, that's how, how he operates. Right? Yeah.
3: He fights better when he's thinking he's going to pump smash someone. So. Yeah. Like either way, I do think he is, um, and I guess my goal is to show him that he was wrong and probably um, to not do that again. Yeah, <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I know when I've um, underestimated people in the past and they've been good, I've like been shocked. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah, it always. takes you back, eh? Hey? Yeah. Like, fuck, wasn't and expecting you, that,
3: and you respect him after. Yeah. So like, we'll see. Like, I've beaten guys that he's fought recently yeah and i'm only getting stronger so yeah i I think it'd be silly to to underestimate me like the wrong way like unless it's helping him get motivated and train harder yeah i think it's like yeah surely a professional world champion wouldn't do that
1: yeah yeah it's pretty silly to underestimate anyone
3: (laughs) but one way to find out yeah yeah i'm sure we'll find out the the energy doesn't lie when the time comes to cr- for crunch and weigh-ins and stuff like that so yeah like, exactly yeah
2: is there any other fights that you're looking forward to on this card
3: um yeah i think joe greenwood from um, art of eight yep. yeah he's he's pretty good for someone that's not that experienced i've seen him train a little bit recently he's training uh sparring my mate tristan mcmanus a little bit and he seems to go all right with tristan yeah tristan's pretty good so yeah and heavier um so yeah that fight looks good there's a couple of ties on there i think and even international guys in general that's always good to see on an australian card yeah so um personally i don't know if i'm gonna be watching them that close getting warmed up but like
2: yeah no it's exciting to be on the card with them anyway in general you know it's probably one of the the best cards that we've seen um coming into the diamond belt so it's gonna be a big lead up to the the main card so i think Mm. anyone that's going there is definitely enjoy themselves yep. leading up to it 100 percent. it would just be good icebreakers
3: eh? just yep. warm that ring up yep. yeah get the <laughs> atmosphere yeah. going yeah. get it nice and ready
1: <laughs> yeah we seen it last um last rise card you yeah, you fought on it was like the atmosphere was good but once you come out yeah it just went to another level yeah
4: yeah.
3: Yeah. Well maybe it'll be there well. Obviously, because you're a local as
1: well, thing. so you're, you're from yeah. here, so you'd have a lot of local fans. But yeah, it did. Yeah. The atmosphere. I'm sure it's down.
3: gonna erupt. Surely. Yeah. Because like I'm gonna have just as many people there, and then he's um gonna surely bring heaps of people as yeah. well. So like, yeah, it's gonna be loud. I reckon. So yeah,
4: yeah it should be good. Well,
3: hopefully, the energy's how you saw it yeah. last time before we get in there.
1: Yeah, and, and then it just goes this gets bigger. There. Yeah. I
2: right, will see. Talking about that. this is the, the second fight that you fought on Rise. Yeah. Is there something that Rise is doing that keeps you coming back?
3: Um, yeah, I guess they're just uh, – they respect the fighters. Um, they, you know, they're easy to deal with. Like, I know I've been friends with them for a while as well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's just like a, a professional kind of platform where – it's not very biased and um yeah it's just good to good to be able to um see a bit of like integrity in the business yeah you know i'd rather deal with those kind of people straight up front guys and yeah people that i know like they'll tell me the truth and yeah um yeah they call a spade a spade and you know just trying to do what's best for the sport like we mentioned before like Yeah, I just see it as a good good platform to, like, um, promote myself and represent myself.
1: And obviously they're putting in work if they're getting this, you know, diamond Mm. belt fight in Australia because it's never happened before, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. Hard work ethic helps as well because that's what we do. You can get in there. I've been to a couple, like, I'm not – I wouldn't say say I'm a fan of it, but I do enjoy watching Muay Thai. And I've been to a couple of promotions and I do feel like – them upgrading to the Sleeman Centre and making it, like we've been to everyone since it's been in the Sleeman Centre. I think the where they are at the moment is, like I'll, I'll always say it, it's like Gladiator. It's literally yeah. watching you guys go to war and <laughs> back in the old day and the only, the winner comes out and other guys dies. Like it's yeah. such a good atmosphere when you're there. So I it's going to be Motivating. Sick. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be That's sick. That's what motivates me a lot. Just Stuff sick to like be, that. yeah. Sick to yeah. see it um, packed out and yeah, the atmosphere yeah. and everything. This one, so I reckon this to be it's one of the to best hear. best fights. It's gonna come yeah. up, yeah, yeah.
3: Because like they used to fight harder than we ever did, and you know, just dying on their sword and you know what I mean. Like that's that movie Gladiator is my favorite movie, and um, nah, it, it should be good. Perfect, per- perfect um, atmosphere and and center to have a fight like this.
1: Yeah, no, that's sweet. So, what's your what's your kind of end goal to get out of this, or out of the sport in general? Like obviously, you've you've reached the peak in many ways by winning world titles, and you're yeah. going for another one on December tenth. But like what's your end goal? Where do you um, where do you want to be?
3: Good question. Like, I'm kind of taking it one step at a time at the moment. Um, I wouldn't mind just like literally doing as much as I can, like achieve as much as I can, put on the fights. That everyone wants to see slash yeah. the ones that I want. Yeah, and if anyone wants to fight me, so just pretty much just ticking all the, um, what would you call it? Like crossing all the Ts, dotting all the I's. Yeah, and, um, yeah, just I guess the, I like the lifestyle in general. Like I don't have too much of like an end goal kind of look on on this sport. Like yeah. this sport kind of makes me happy. Yeah, um, it, it's it's kind of my outlet. Yeah, it, it's my vice. Like keeps me healthy on like on, on the straight and narrow and just in general like i just feel like we were kind of born to do this or at least i am yeah so yeah i just feel like um it's me and i do pretty good at it so we'll just, yeah, well you we'll just see want to happens. get
1: to the end like once you're done and just look back and say i done exactly. everything i yeah. I wanted to do done it the way i wanted Rather to than do
3: get it. to that age and you yeah, haven't and done it. And then think, fuck, no I wish
1: I fought him or I wish I did yeah. that or I wish took more time. Especially
3: when they're all over here. Like, they're all in Australia. Yeah. Like, we don't even really need to have too many international people coming in fighting everyone. Like, we could just literally put a tournament on and yeah. have us all fight each other yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. But, like...
1: It's um, just not everyone For I'm sure
3: it all happens. It's just, like, anything patience, eh? Yeah. Patience is key. And, yeah, i will got heaps of patience because... I love this sport and this lifestyle of health and fitness and fighting. So, like, the idea and goal would be obviously one championship or, yep. you know, yeah, like a one title or, like, or even just, you know, just a, heaps of good boxing fights and get heaps of money at the end. Like, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah,
2: that's the goal <laughs> for everyone to be like. Hey, do as much <laughs> as you can in Thai and then go yeah. straight over to boxing and just clean up. Yeah, exactly. So, um, We've seen that in your training out of a garage like how are you training out of a garage and still competing for world titles and everything like that is is it is it your support (laughs) system or is it Um, the people you got around you 100
3: percent. i think it's the guys i got around me um they're like family to me they're like real motivating people as well they understand me and they care about me like you know what i mean like you want a corner that's like family i believe and um depending on what kind of person you are but yeah i thrive off having people in my corner that I know really want me to win and are investing like good amounts of time in me and and they're smart guys like they 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 got a good eye for the sport and yeah whatever they come up with it's not just for the sake of it like they they're not just saying it for the sake of it they know that they've seen holes in this guy's game or yeah or th- things that I can do better like they don't just yeah sugarcoat stuff so Um, I think it's a mixture between that bond we've got um, and just, I guess, our own uh, lives. Like, we've all come from, like, nothing. Um, That's
1: what I was going to say. Have you been with the same, like, trainers and stuff the whole time? No, I haven't.
3: I met them when I actually branched out and, like, personal trained people out of my own gym. Yeah. They came to me kind of thing. And then... One was just like one day, oh, do you want me to hold pads for you? And I was like, yeah, all right. I'd hit pads a little bit. But then I actually locked in a fight. and I'm like, I'm going I'm to need those pads now. Yeah. <laughs> and you should see him now. He literally just trained Lucas Chaplin. He just trained. They do birthday rounds in the garage gym. Yeah. When it's your birthday, you have to do that many minutes straight, uh, whatever your age is. Yeah. And Lucas did 44. I should know this. <laughs> 45. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> 45, I think. It was somewhere around 40 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got lost. It looked so hard. I was hoping it was 44. No. Um, but, yeah, he just did all that straight, like, clinching pads, bag, like, just swapping all the equipment and styles on him. Yeah, right. And he just smashed it out. And, like, yeah, having guys like that holding pads for me is pretty cool. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, so, like, yeah, um, yeah, it, it all came from, from yeah, just – us meeting at my garage gym and um, I just decided to keep them around me. Like, even though I could have went to different gyms, I still meet heaps of people in different gyms. I go to Eastside Boxing a fair bit and do boxing with those guys. Like, I do meet different guys and can train with different people, but I just want to keep them around me because, yeah, we've done so well together and don't fix what isn't broken.
1: Yeah, well, you see a lot of fighters do that. They have the same group of guys around them if if it's working, you know what I mean, and they don't change it.
3: Yeah, yeah, we look at, like, what Israel Adesanya does, eh? Yeah. He hasn't veered off. Yeah. And, and I don't judge people for doing that if that's what you want to do. Yeah. You know? Like we did,
1: but at the same time, you've got to find something that works. Like you might think something's working until yeah. you find something better, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's Whatever obviously works. what you've done, because as I done. just asked you, you, I said, have you been with him from the start? And you're like, nah, I found him along the yeah. way. Yeah,
3: but I did start in a garage gym. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: But I always, always <laughs> find that as as people get bigger and bigger, they're always trying to go, oh, well, the people that are with me don't really know and you know, I need to try and find the professionals and try and find people. And by, the, yeah. by them kind of leaving or getting rid of their, their roots, they actually go backwards because yeah. the people that are w- with you with the roots have your best interests where these other people kind of just want to make the money off you. Yeah. So it's it's kind of yeah. good that you still got them, them roots yeah. from when you, you started. 100%. And I think that's
3: benefits you as well in the long run for sure like energetically i think it's good to have those people um that don't have ulterior motives and that because yeah you go on a fight like it's pretty straightforward what's going on yeah and they're just in it for the love of the
1: game like obviously they've been around the fight game their whole life and they just love to be around it bro
4: yeah
3: so every day is just a blessing to be there and be doing it there's no like you know oh, we don't want to do this today. We're, no, we're doing it. Yeah. We're doing everything we said we are going to do. Like yeah. Kobe Bryant said. Yeah. Like sets a program, makes an intention, tells himself he's doing it. Yeah. And we do it no matter what.
1: Yeah, because you always feel like not doing stuff. But if I you know just push through, <laughs> through, yeah, that's exactly. always coming out And better. I've
3: actually had moments where I didn't want to train and they're just like, no, nah, you're doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I was so fucked. Like I was so wrecked. I, just <laughs> I was like, I didn't see your way through the session because it was a hard session. And they're yeah. like, no, nah, you're doing it. And then I did a personal best that time. Yeah. And, yeah, like just little things like that. Like you, you can't get rid of those guys. No. Nah. You can't.
2: And what keeps you motivated to keep on doing that? Like you said, you, you, there's a session that you didn't want to do. What keeps you pushing to keep on being the best? Um,
3: Obviously, at that point, <laughs> I was so tired that I just didn't want to do it. But <laughs> But once I got told I was doing it and I have to switch on and train, Yeah, I just... I look at, like we said before, just the whole gladiator style stuff. Yeah. Like, people that have gone through harder things than what we go through as fighters. Yeah. Um, I feel like that motivates me a lot because, you know, you can always dig deep and and you can always feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. And think, this is hard, I can go slower, blah, blah, blah. But the sky's the limit. Like, there's always someone better than you. Exactly. So, there's no point, you know, limiting yourself. Um, So, I like i i yeah find motivation out of um just people in general that go through harder things than me and yeah just like
1: and you'd surprise yourself at how far you can push yourself you know what i mean like you think that's the best you can do and then if you just put your head down you surprise yourself at how far you can go i
3: wonder what the percentage is yeah i'm pretty sure like capable of so much like even someone like me that does dig deep and get yeah. motivated as anything still i probably still only reach yeah not even like probably half or a bit more
1: than yeah half. probably you, yeah you don't know i yeah. wish
3: i could you know just access that hundred percent yeah. how, much, <laughs> how good you'd be then hey have to train half the time yeah get the big limitless <laughs> pill. Eh? <Yeah>. like <laughs> yeah but um yeah i guess that's just what it comes down to like yeah you yeah know, just finding finding a way no matter what yeah. no matter how how you feel you just get it done and knowing the sports science as well like like i said about my team being pretty smart and switched on like we trial and test things as well and like we know what's worked and we know what recovery is and, and it, what it means and how to get it and we just put all that together and you end up with like a bit of a formula yeah to getting the best out of yourself and it, each fight is different really
1: yeah, like depends who you're prepping for, or yeah. what weight you're fighting at, and yeah. you know it's where where yeah. you're fighting at. That's
3: where a lot of your team comes in, I think. Yeah, because um, as a fighter, you kind of just want to focus on the job and the training. Yeah. Whereas your team kind of gives you like the, the game plans and the and the extra little nitty gritty parts that you're saying. Yeah. Whereas we want to keep it as basic as possible, but also don't fall behind.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if if you had to, would you rather fight? Below your weight or above your weight? Like if you had to choose Ooh, one. Good question. Yeah, what's how your how far th- below and how far above? Oh, <laughs> so oh. weight class up, weight class down. Okay. Like. So I'm at 79 now. Yep. 76
3: or 84, I yep. think. Yeah. Or or my ideal weight 77.5. So like, I I'd probably rather. <sighs> <sighs> That's a hard one. <laughs>
2: I would to fight, I exactly fight above my weight because I'm lazy <laughs> and I'd just eat that much food and be like, yeah, sweet, I don't have to lose weight. But, but then you're going to fight bigger lads. Yeah, I, bigger I know. That's the, that's the issue. Until the fight starts, <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, yeah,
3: I'd probably agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah, if I had to pick one, yeah, it's like, yeah, we'll just go a little bit heavier. Yeah. But that's only because sometimes it's like unrealistic to cut weight. You just get so sick and tired
1: (laughs) yeah that's one thing about fighting at a higher weight or even your natural weight is that you don't have to while you're in camp you don't have to worry about trying to cut weight because you know that's a big deal when you're preparing for a fight of a magnitude like of a world title and Mm. then you're fucking worrying about losing you know three kilos or something
3: yeah exactly hey like i don't know how i used to do it To be honest i used to cut a fair bit of weight and um yeah i don't even know now that i've got a new systems like I said, like, a new formula where I try and, like, beat everything every week. Yeah. Like, i got that PB that i got to beat with things. Yeah, I feel like the food's necessary and the recovery. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, that's what you want to do, really, is just get better and better, eh? Yeah, and and, and
1: as you said, get a better formula every time and find one that works and yeah. then you can just apply that. And yeah. then every every training camp kind of gets easier yeah. because you've got it worked out to a dime.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, like you can't do that without food yeah (laughs) can't do that without water yeah can't do that without rest so yeah i think um probably a little bit up yeah which is what i'm doing now yeah but like i do i don't like i do miss the feeling of being pretty lean and because you feel real fit like and fast when you're lighter Yeah. yeah yeah but um you know it's it's all like it's all experimentation it's all like experience yeah like, you want to you do a bit of everything, really, just to find out what works.
1: And you might get more longevity, you know, out of fighting a little bit heavier, too, because yeah. you're not putting so much strain on your body trying to get to a lighter yeah. weight.
2: Yeah, that's um, what I was going to say, that the amount of strain that you see some of these guys and how lean and fit they're the dropping yeah. this weight, it can't be. Mm. Like like what John Wayne Carr was saying, that one championship's got that hydration yeah. percentage now that you have mm. to have a certain percentage of hydration else you're not fighting, because guys yeah. will just drain their whole body yeah. full of water to try yeah. he the said
1: late. he said they don't really care if you're overweight but yeah. you can't be underhydrated or they yeah. won't let you fight
3: yeah it's ridiculous yeah but I th- maybe they're in the right place trying to get it right but yeah I think maybe
1: but you see people miss weight all the time on the one cards like the, I think mm. one of the last ones I had something like freaking six fights or well, six fighters were all yeah. overweight
3: just from that hydration test? Yeah,
1: just from having to be hydrated. They were yeah. all overweight.
3: Yeah.
1: It's just because all the other organisations don't do it like that. And a lot of these fighters are only one or yeah. two fights into their one contracts, and they just haven't got the grasp of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also reckon it's where they're hosting the fight. Like, we went to Singapore to watch the UFC and and it was so humid over there. Like, yeah. you were drinking more water than you would normally do. Like, I reckon yeah. we put on more weight drinking water water than yeah. we would do anywhere else because it's so like you're not used to the temperature over there so no wonder that they're picking up weight when they're going over to places like that and even yeah. Thailand would be the same maybe it's probably a smarter bet really going up a bit in weight
1: yeah just yeah well that's what they do that. they they had someone you die said that, or
2: something yeah you said that they put up the weight classes and they just put everyone
1: else they yeah. put everyone up the next weight they just said "You're yeah. all going up at weight.
3: Oh, is that what they did at their gym yeah
1: no, no yeah. at one, like in the oh, championship. Okay. They just said everyone's going up weight and we're getting yeah. rid of the lighter one.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, that's probably smart, really, because the fighters are always going to choose the easy route yeah. at that level. Yeah. Always, they're always going to push them. So back.
1: if you were the champ, say at yeah, 145, yeah. they made you the champ at 155. Yeah. Everyone's moved up.
3: Yeah, maybe we should do that in Australia. Yeah. Be easy.
1: Hey. Yeah. Keep everyone happy, <laughs> healthy, and
3: get these fights happening.
1: Yeah. So um, we'll get back to your fight with... um. Man, what's um what's your training schedule look like now these last couple um, of weeks? Like how many days a week are you training?
3: Uh, six days a week. Yeah. Um I do one a day for two days and then the rest are double a day. Yeah. Right. Monday to Saturday. And um yeah, it's just like just a mixture of stuff like I said that that works. Yeah. Heaps of pad work, sparring, bag work, shadow boxing. Yeah. Um it's, it's nothing fancy, to be honest. It's just a lot of, like, nitty-gritty um, hard work. Yeah. But um, for the next three weeks, obviously fight week's a bit of a taper a week, but it's going to be pretty hard for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to push myself. Sprint, and,
1: um, yeah, sprint to the end. and exactly. Start tapering so, down.
3: Yeah. These two weeks are going to be probably the hardest, to be honest, out of all the whole camp. Yeah. Um, like I said, just I'll make the most out of every one of those sessions and rest in between and um yeah i guess just not overthink the event and anything like that like yeah you know yeah
1: you've done it you've done it a million times before
3: the body and the mind ready for what's to come which is to fight the best i can yeah in front of everyone
1: so have you brought anyone in like obviously george means a super tall awkward kind of fighter have you brought anyone in kind of to emulate him or
3: uh not particularly we were going to but I got a feel for it over in Thailand with a few tall guys. Yeah. And, um, one of the pad holders at my gym is pretty tall. Yeah. So I, like, do some stuff with him. But, no, nah, we haven't, like, gone to that much detail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be honest. Yeah. But I just figure, like, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, you know. Like, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, there's not many people that can emulate myself either.
1: Yeah. Well, it's um, actually harder for... Taller fighters to fight smaller fighters. Like it's hard to punch down.
3: Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: That's Hopefully. what a lot of them have <laughs> said. A lot of them have said they reckon like being shorter from
2: your fighting experience, yeah, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but they do. They reckon like it's the shorter lads usually got the advantage, it, it, like, oh, other than reach. But yeah. if you get in, if you get in close, the shorter fighters usually got the advantage. Yeah. You
2: can understand that's the case on yeah. December ten. You I can understand so. why because you like. They're, they're Obviously, their reach is no, the max power is going to be a lot further out. So if you're up in their face, they're not going to get the Makes maximum sense. power yeah. on their shots. Yeah. So I do I think in boxing, definitely as well. Yeah, I've been there in the tall
3: guy in boxing. There's a short guy coming at you nonstop, and you just like yeah. I can't even hit him. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> head's like buried on your stomach or something. Yeah, <laughs> you just uppercutting. But then you're thinking about angles and stuff that you don't usually do. Yeah, <laughs> you're falling behind. But um, no, nah, I, I, no fight camp's going to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. And I'll admit that, like, you can try to get as perfect as you want and get the, the tick, but, like, yeah, none's going to be 100% perfect. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I'm happy with where we're at. And, yeah, like, yeah. if there's anyone out there that wants to come and <laughs> pretend to be George, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. But
2: uh, we'll see. How, how tall is he? Um, I think he's six foot six or seven. So Anyone six foot six or six foot seven. <laughs> Get <laughs> in contact with us and, and we'll put you in contact. contact or, yeah.
1: uh, any of the NBL players yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. All
3: uh, you uh, needs fitness and yeah. left-handed, left-handed <laughs> and throw some kicks.
2: Is there any sponsors that have jumped on board for this fight? Like
3: um, no one. Oh, yeah, I Make Interiors is my um, a, a family friend of mine. He just jumped on uh, recently. But um, no, nah, Hex and DS have been a sponsor of mine all year, and Optimum CBD all year as well. Yeah. Um, but nothing other than I make interiors recently. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they pretty much all your main ones, Hex and Hex and and Optimum CBD. Yeah, two yes, main sweet. ones. Hex is my major one. Yep. Optimum CBD is my minor sponsor. But yep. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind more sponsors. Yeah, to be honest, if anyone's out there looking for someone to promote their business, yeah. If we align with each other, you
2: know yep. what I mean? Do you feel like it's, um, you have to do a lot of social media too to try and gain sponsors?
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's most of it really. Yep. Especially with my, the things I do. Like, I, I promote them through um, social media. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not the biggest one for social media, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I try to get the hang of it. <laughs> it's, it's, um, I, I don't know it's a whole world that i don't understand
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you nearly you nearly need a full time yeah, s- yeah social yeah. media person because it, t- t- take it takes time out of your daily routine yeah you know what I mean?
3: yeah that'd be good just if you got the money to pay for someone to do it yeah easy boom yeah which um i'd love to be able to do but like um i just got to do it myself yeah. and Learning a bit's cool, I think, if you can learn these little things about it. but Yeah. You just need to get a fanboy to come and do it That's for you. That's what I mean. Three, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what you need. You
1: need, like, a young fighter. You <laughs> trade him, you know, like, yeah. do some training yeah. and he'll do your social media.
2: Oh, if anyone's qualified in marketing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because we, we, we reach out to companies all the time, bro, and I'm, I'm thinking that I'm speaking to the owner and then they, you get to a point they were like, oh, we'll, we'll just have to – we'll give you the owner's email and I'm like, so what do you do? They're like, oh, we're just a social media – um accounts person i was like oh so like 99 percent of the people out there you're just dealing with just somebody okay, behind, really yeah like a lot of the oh, bigger business com- wise yeah yeah. yeah be a lot of the bigger companies are got a social media person just dealing with social media every day yeah so that's what you need looking yeah
3: it, but then there's a is that like balance hey you got to get that person doing that for you but then it looking like a shoe is that right yeah. Yeah. Is yeah yeah that's what you need yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and um I guess, like you said, if you get someone in, like a fan or something that does it, yeah, then you that you can bounce ideas off them, and they can ask for your permission to put something up if it sounds yeah, like
1: and then they long. know the sport, so they're not yeah. just some random yeah. So
3: you need someone that you know yeah. well, yeah, yeah. That's that what you will need. will do it for you. Yeah. So you better cheap. start. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <out. laughs> yeah. uh, well, maybe one day, but for now, I think maybe that's part of the battle in fi- being a fighter this day and age. It's to just juggle that.
2: Manage everything.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's hard, I reckon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that w- is what makes you work harder because you want to get, you know, more opportunities yeah. and more sponsors through your fight. And so, yeah. you, you know, you put on good performances so you can get that so- kind yeah. of stuff.
3: Exactly. And that's what I'm learning at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, just put your good stuff out there. I used to hold back a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to show what I'm doing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's just like, nah, you got to show your good stuff. And yeah, because... No one's going to follow you or like your stuff or get on board
2: if you're showing them. If everything's a secret. Like yeah. 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 Or holding back. Because uh, like uh, like we said to, like we had quite a few people in here, everyone wants to know behind the scenes. So like the more behind the scenes is the bigger following you to get because people mm-hmm. love seeing stuff yeah. that they normally don't have access yeah. to. So yeah. if you start uploading some of that stuff, I reckon you'll start getting a bigger yeah. following because everyone yeah. wants to see what's going on behind the scenes. All right. I'm gonna try. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried a little bit. I hope Madge isn't too busy. You can jump on board, Madge. Uh, (laughs) Too busy,
1: (laughs) 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 Mag. Sweet. Well, thanks Eastbro for having a chat to us and best of luck for December tenth. Um you you. know, we're super excited to watch the fight. Awesome. And I think a lot of people are we've had a lot of people tell us that they're pumped for it, so yeah, can't wait
3: thanks three kings podcast for supporting rise yeah no that's Rise. Right. All. yeah like rise for supporting the sport yeah we'll see you on december 10th eh? yeah we'll,
1: now we'll um we'll get andrew from rise on just to you know talk a little bit about it and then we'll wrap it up after that
0: hey guys thanks for having me on again i think i wasn't in here until our first show we ever did so good to be back and uh yeah appreciate the support you guys get behind rise
1: that's no, good. It's good to see what you're doing. And obviously, getting big fights like this in Australia is a big deal. So that's why, you know, that's why we got you in and we're, uh, why we're excited for it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Since this is the second year of you running, how did you actually manage to get one of the biggest fights Australia's seen in Muay Thai?
0: Yeah, well, this is only our fourth show. So it has come around quick. We Our first major step was moving into the Sleeman Centre, which was just in our second show. Uh, we had. Really good success in our first show just with local talent. We didn't really bring any fighters in from around Oz. You know, tried to it, you, we're in uncharted territory for us, so it was more of a low-budget show just at the Red Bank Sports Centre. It went great. Everything, you know, there's a lot of holes that I saw from my end, but from, you know, the crowd's point of view, we had great feedback. So it just left a good feeling pulling off the first event like that the reason we moved on from there was it was it was unstable yeah I won't go into it too much but it, it wasn't right so we decided to move the venue altogether and we ended up you know it's a bit of a gamble but we decided to move into the Sleeman Center if you've seen it before it's it's awesome it holds 1500 seats every ticket seated so there's no standing you always no matter where you sit you got a view there's the option if you want to sit right down the front can or we still have ringside tables. But you can buy any seat in that venue and it's it's good. So that was the first step for us. We really didn't know how that was going to go, whether we bit off more than we could chew. But, yeah, we made it happen. Um, Jake was on that card, which was great. Good, you know, comeback Muay Thai fight for him against Chris Drummond. Um, put on a good show. And, um, yeah, we've, we've just stayed there. So we've had shows this year in March and August and now wrapping up the December 10 card with George Mann versus Jake Lunt. And this is a fight, me and my co-promoter, Nick Truss, um, this is a bit of a personal fight for us, one that we've wanted to have. So we, we got in early. It wouldn't happen without some great sponsors, Fernication and Hex.com. So we've all sort of worked together to make this fight happen. So, yeah, that's really how it come about so soon for us. Yep. More of a desire to put the fight on than worrying about covering overheads or yep. doing whatever or just it, the fight needed to happen yeah. and not a lot of people are willing to go to the lengths to put something like that on. So here we are. It's, it's, it's signed, it's sealed, it's done and it's happening. How how did you manage to
2: keep like keep it under wraps until you got everything done, deal? Like, because obviously, Muay Thai is such a small community. Like, as soon as you say Diamond Belt or you getting two world champions together, people start talking. Like, how hard was it to keep it under wraps until everything was signed, sealed, delivered, kind of thing?
0: Yeah, it can be tricky. There was, you know, um, it's not like UFC where you have fighters signed to your promotion. It, it, I don't think it should go that way either, just because you know, it won't survive. We don't have enough fighters or um, enough people in Australia to, you know, start holding fighters to certain promotions. I think that can slow things down. I think it's great that we all sort of share the platform. Yep. But, um, yeah, it's kind of – it is sort of first in, best dressed, um, getting the deal done. So we've had other fights that we've wanted to put on that we've missed out on. goes – Goes both, ways. both ways, but yeah, tricky fight to get done, obviously. But yeah, we, yeah, like I said, it was more of a desire to put it on and you know, put everything else on the back burner to make it happen. Yeah, when you got,
1: as you said, a desire just for the best to fight the best, and you're not really worried about the overheads or costs, or worrying if you're going to get back what you put into it, that's what how this kind of happens. Everyone else, you know, other promotions don't want to stick their neck out and. You know, whether it's pay the fighters or pay the commissions to get this type of thing happening, it's 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 good to see. Yeah, yeah,
2: great to see. Yep. But um, it's also like we've seen we've seen the card, and it's not like you've gone, all right, we're just gonna put all our money on to Jake and George for this one fight. Like we've seen the fight, it's it feels like over your four shows now that you've done, you've pulled kind of almost the best fighter out of each division, and you've yep. just built like one of the best cards we've seen because it's, no, it's not like you're going, all right, we're going to spend all our money that we got in, in our kitty on just Jake and George and then everyone else will just kind of fill in. Yep. You kind of built this card around Jake and George, which is awesome to see. So is that what you
0: guys did? You, did you guys find it the best we, fighters out <laughs> of all your cards? or It kind of fell together for us in a way. You know, that's the first fight we release. Once that goes out, like who doesn't want to be on that card. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You yeah. get
1: fighters want to jump on it just yeah, so they can say like, they're on the same card. Like as that. The
0: card's full and we've still got you know plenty of interest, so any pull-outs or anything are, are pretty much covered as well. Yeah, just that's a bonus as well. It, it did come together quite easy. I suppose we're still quite new to the game as well. Um, you've got a lot of other promotions that are sort of you know household names in the game like Rebellion, Destiny, Eruption, all that, you know. So I think the further you get on, you know, you meet more people, make more connections and, you know, people see what you're doing and, you know, appreciate it and, you know, they want to be on that promotion. So it's definitely our biggest card. Obviously, George and Jake are the headliner. Uh, We have Orono versus Josh McCulloch as co-main. This is for a rise title. Josh McCulloch will be defending his lightweight title. Our shows are all sanctioned by WBC, but we also have our own promotional titles as well, yep. uh, professional titles that we offer. Um, so yeah, Horino, he's, he's tie's had over 400 fights, taking on Josh McCulloch, who's on I think a 20 fight win streak. He's an up and comer. He just stopped a tie with nearly 200 fights last weekend on 1774 so and he was a pretty big underdog so it's yeah that there is you know that that, that's a main event fight on any other show as it is yeah so and then under that we have Lucy Dedman versus Danny Rushton Danny Rushton's from George Mann's gym so they'll be coming over together from Riddler's um so a bit of team coming from WA And um, Lucy's local here in Brisbane. So that's for the WBC national title for the mini flyweights. Um, So another huge fight. And, um, yeah, the last WBC title we have is Jagger Chan from Strikeforce versus Jaden Stady from Boonchu. So two local boys going for the state title. So the top end of the card's stacked with titles. Yep. And below that we have a four-man, an amateur four-man. All the boys have had about ten fights. One of the boys is nine and zero, so they're all going to be, you know, coming game for it. Jacob Palmer, he won our futures show. Uh, that was a five round war full of blood. So, I think it's um, going to be good.
2: It's really good. The last of rise show, I think the four man was a big hit. I think everyone really enjoyed that four yeah. man. So it's good to see that you got the four man again. Yeah, again happening this the show. Definitely wanted to run that back. Yeah.
0: You ever fought in a four man, joke?
2: Yeah, they're my favorite.
3: Yeah, that was my favorite things ever. Yeah, two yeah. four men, yeah, uh, both in Hong Kong against guys from Europe and Thailand and Holland and stuff like that. Yeah, but I got to the <coughs> final in both of them, but yeah, four men are next level. Like all you got to do is be in one or even watch one front row, and you see like yeah, that's the real deal. Yeah, the only thing better is an eight man
0: Yeah, the um, energies are different, eh? Yeah, especially when they come it's out. So fun too. So yeah, to do it. Oh. yeah. Nah, so we wanted to keep that a part of it. Obviously, they're a bit trickier to navigate. Yeah, we're happy to keep running those.
2: Obviously, you've got a lot of interstate people and international people coming. Was it hard for you guys to go, oh, well, we're spending a lot more on this show, like we need to jack the prices up? Or like, was that a thing for you that we're not going to jack the prices
0: up for the show? All the prices have remained the same. Yep. You know, we didn't <laughs> – it's, it's a huge venue, Yep. we have got room to fill seats. We'd rather keep the cost the same and have mm. twice as many people than charge twice as much and have half as many people. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Once we start filling the place every time and, you know, obviously costs for things go up all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like but everything's ridiculous right now. You <laughs> yeah, Everything's going up. But that's one thing we wanted to try not do, yep. especially for this event. We didn't want to price people out of coming. Like, um, you know, not everyone is ready to drop $100 to sit down. So something we definitely didn't want to do. No, that, that, that's good to see because like, we
2: we just recently bought UFC tickets and they're, they're out of the out of the ball yep. range here. So it's good to see that you guys, even though you, you're pumping more money into your show, you're not going to go, oh, well, because we're pumping more money in, we're going to start charging more for tickets. So yep. it's good to see that. Because like you said, everything's going up. The cost of living's going up. So it's good to see that you guys are keeping the prices at, at affordable prices so everyone can still enjoy <coughs> World champion fighters fighting, yeah, um, here in Queensland.
0: Yeah, personal goal of mine before we moved to Sleeman was to have it filled by the end of the year. So, yeah, fingers crossed, December ten, <laughs> everyone gets behind it, and um, that place is uh, is full. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well it should be. Everyone, everyone's pretty pumped. You talk to that it's happening. So, um, we we heard a rumor that you know because you're putting a fight of this magnitude on that you might have a betting agency jumping on
0: board. Uh, Not confirmed, yeah, stay tuned for that But yeah. I think it definitely brings another, you know, excitement to yeah, the fights
1: 100% <laughs> uh, Everyone
0: likes to have a punt, I guess So yeah. hopefully we can confirm that And um, yeah, we, it, it can be disheartening We've reached out to a lot of people A lot of the major news stations and that Trying to get just the fight And even Jake personally some coverage Because he is local here To where the fight is, but... You do get overlooked a lot. So, which is a shame because they'll report on anything crap. <laughs> but, you know, we have, you know, arguably the biggest Muay Thai fight ever in Australia. It's hard, it's hard work.
2: Um, we did see a couple of the Jake vs. George t shirts floating around. Yep. Is that uh, like, is it, do you have a certain amount of number of shirts you're selling or is there a pre order?
0: They'll or? be limited. Pre orders are still open on yep. our website. So, you do want one do it now on the pre-order uh we're gonna order not a huge quantity but um if there are any leftovers they will be there on the night so if, if you're lucky enough um you might be able to snatch one up on the night but yeah get your orders in
2: beautiful um also um punch equipment has gone on board too and helps us out with some gloves that we got jake to sign so we'll be doing a raffle out there to help um a guy that's hurt himself so we'll be doing a charity event over there um so keep a lookout and you can get some signed jake lund punch gloves too
1: um you've had a few sponsors with you since you know the first show yep. um obviously you know do you do you want to thank them and um is there any sponsors left for this card? Like Any sponsor spots left?
0: We would have a couple of fight sponsors left. Um, if anyone ever wants to reach out, contact forms on our website, you can get in touch. Uh, but, yeah, we've had some day one sponsors. Keith from Furnications our main guy. Since we approached him from day one, he's been 100% behind it. And, again, he was a major player in this fight happening without him and hex.com like I mentioned before probably wouldn't be a thing so those guys for sure um obviously you guys from free Kings and um yeah just all our other sponsors you know you see you'll see them all at the venue on our live streams on our posters yeah just it's a lot to <laughs> remember off my head right now <laughs> when you put me on the spot but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> just everyone and anyone so yeah we appreciate it
2: We'll have all the sponsors in the information on this podcast anyway. So anyone that wants yep. to see that's helping out your guys' sport or whatever, go have a look at the info on this podcast, and you'll see all the sponsors anyway.
1: Yeah, well hopefully this this December tenth card goes off with a bang. And um, what's your plans if it does for next year? What's what's your goal for next year?
0: Um, ideally, I want to stay in the Sleeman Center, but it um it will come down to this event and how we go, and yeah, we'll re-sit down and rethink everything. Yeah, have you
1: thought about, you know, going different places or are you, you know, just based there?
0: Ideally, it would be cool to do it in each state. That was my main goal before I started. Yep. Obviously, that's now, looks it's a lot harder now that I'm into it and um, getting through it. Also working another full-time job as well. And, um, yeah, it's just, it is very time-consuming. So, but, you know see what happens with George and Jake. If they run it back, maybe Rise can do it in Perth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rise is getting a bigger following at the moment, whether it be
2: fans or fighters. Um, what are you as a promoter doing differently to other
0: promotions that you can... Um, I think it's very even now. Um, everyone, there's a lot of promotions popping up, 1774, Hardcore, Muay Thai League, and then you've got your like the ones I mentioned before that have been the day ones, Rebellion, Destiny, Interruption. I think everyone now is really raising the bar on these Muay Thai promotions. And, yeah, it's only good for the sport, really. I don't see any other promotion as, like, competition or anything. We all work. No one's, you know, really running their shows on the same day or anything like that. Yeah, there is, is a lot of promotions now though popping up, so it is a it is a competitive sort of game. More more so competitive as trying to fill your card. Um, yep. Everyone's snatched up or busy or um, but yeah, like I said for this card it really came to us, which was which was nice.
2: It's good to see that other promotions aren't trying to go oh, I'll screw this promotion and trying to kind of Get the better of the other promotions. It's good to see that all you guys promotions are working in together, like we we're saying to Jake on the podcast, to try and build the sport because obviously yeah. it's an underrated sport and underviewed sport. So it's good. Well, to it's a, Yeah,
0: it's a small game. Like it really benefits no one to do someone dirty or, you know, it, it all will come back around full circle. So, um, like which mentions me to earlier signing fighters to a certain promotion. I just don't think it would work. I think it would kill. Pretty much a lot of the sport.
1: Oh, you'd have to put too many fights on to keep yeah. the fighters
0: relevant. Relevant yeah. or it worth w- an yeah. even Unless signing you know, with you. you had millions of dollars and you could yeah. afford to, to run that. But the way it is at the moment. It's good what one championship's doing, putting it on sort of a world scale. Um, that's only gonna bring everything up as well. So, you know, it's just really hard to get it into mainstream. Would you ever take Rise internationally? Uh I don't
1: know. I to get interstate first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, sweet. So, um, obviously, this is a massive fight. Have you tried getting any international fighters on? Like obviously, George Mann originates yep. from Scotland or England, where, wherever he's from. Yep. But have you had any contact with any other international fighters?
0: Uh, well, Orenos based on the Gold Coast, but he is um, obviously from Thailand. From Thai, yeah. um, so you could kind of you know, count him as international. We've got Nung. From Nung Muay Thai Techniques, he's uh, another tie with over a couple hundred fights. He's yeah. facing um, Hashimi, who was on our four-man. Yeah. Um, so that'll be another another mm-hmm. cracker. We had Adal from Sri Lanka, WBC's champ. Unfortunately, his visa's still in lingo. So yeah. right. he was matched against Joe Greenwood, who Jake mentioned earlier. But we've rematched Joe now. So yeah. uh, him and Adal and Joe will run that back next year yeah. when he's uh when he's clear to go. Sweet.
2: Pretty much all that we have on the show today. So if um, anyone wants to buy tickets, um, they
0: can buy them online. Yep, everything's um, on risechampionship.com.au. All event details, ticketing, merch, anything you need to know is on there. But if you follow our socials as well, you'll you'll see everything
1: sweet well thanks heaps thanks heaps jake for coming in and talking to us and good luck on december 10th and then same with you andy
0: yep yep thanks for having us in guys um appreciate the support and and, yeah look forward to seeing everything go down december 10th thank you guys appreciate it always legends